0: welcome to the metro church podcast we hope you will be blessed by this message for more information about metro church visit our website at metrochurch.org.au
1: and lame from his mother's womb was carried whom they laid daily at the gates of the temple which is called beautiful to ask for arms for those who enter the temple arms are just food or money that you give to us poor people Just a couple of other things that you should know about me. I've been sitting here by these gates, Gate Beautiful, every day of my entire life. Just behind me, this is where most people are going to these gates, Gate Beautiful, which leads you through to Solomon's Temple. That's where they'll pray. You would think that people who were going to pray would be more generous, but that's a story for another day. This is as close as I can get to the temple for if you're a woman or crippled like me a foreigner or a child you can't enter the gates but I was born this way lame I've never walked in my entire life my leg muscles have never worked the theory or theology states that my disability is caused by sin and because I was born like this it must have been the sin Of my parents. The only thing that I have in this life is to sit here and beg for change. I watch people as they walk past. I imagine their life, what they do, who their families are. How did they end up being here doing what they do? I watch children run and wonder what it must be like to live with such abandon. When people walk past me, they avoid my gaze, or if they do look, the pity in their eyes is unbearable, even for me. But here I sit daily, shaking my tin. I sit here dreaming, wondering if my life will ever change. Will this healing that I hear about ever come and be mine? You see, I know the old scriptures, especially the ones about Jesus. Isaiah spoke about him in chapter 53 and verse 5. He said, But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. But it seems like that's a scripture for everyone else, Not for me. I've also heard about this guy, Matthew. He tells a story about Jesus being being born to a virgin called Mary and her soon-to-be husband, Joseph. That must be a crazy story in itself. But this guy, Jesus, he grows up and goes on to fulfill the prophecies of Isaiah and many others. The crazy thing is, I actually think I've seen him around here. I've seen him wandering around with 12 guys, If only I could have got close enough to him and even touched his garment like my friend did, I too could have been healed. Another story I've heard Matthew talk about that got written in the Bible is in Matthew chapter 20 and verse 29. Now as they went out of Jericho, a great multitude followed him. And behold, two blind men sitting by the road, when they heard that Jesus was passing by, cried out, saying, "'Have mercy on us, O Son of David.' Then the multitudes warned them that they should be quiet. But they cried out all the more, saying, "'Have mercy on us, O Lord, Son of David.' So Jesus stood still and called them and said, "'What do you want for me to do for you?' And they said to him, "'Lord, that our eyes may be opened.'" So Jesus had companion and touched their eyes and immediately their eyes received sight and they followed him. How crazy. These people who are blind are getting healed. This guy, he sounds like a bit of a magician. And then there's this story that Mark is going around telling everyone about a paralyzed man. That's a man who's like me. It's in Mark chapter 2 and verse 1. It says this, a few days later, The man was laying on and when Jesus saw their faith he said to the paralyzed son to the paralyzed man son your sins are forgiven you then it goes on in verse 11 and says I tell you get up take up your mat and go home he got up took his mat and walked out in full view of them all this amazed everyone and they praised God saying we have never seen anything like this before Can you believe that? This guys, four mates. They lifted him on the roof. All my family does is bring me here and sit me down and come and get me and count my money at the end of the day, only if I've been lucky enough to get some. Then there's other stories, Dr. Luke has one as well about some blokes that went fishing. I'd love to go fishing, on the water, in a boat, it's in Luke chapter 5. And it says, So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Generosat, And saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats which was Simon's and asked him to go out to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he stopped speaking, he said to Simon, "'Launch out into the deep, let down your nets for a catch.' But Simon answered and said to him, "'Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. "'Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net.' And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish that their net was breaking. So they signalled to their partners in the other boats to come and to help them. And they came and filled the boat so much that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees.' saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished about the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon, and Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid, for from now on you will catch men. So they brought in their boats to the land, they forsook all, and they followed him. There are so many stories about this guy Jesus, so many miracles This guy sounds pretty unbelievable. And people have also been telling me about John and what he's going to write in the Bible as well. After this, there was a feast, it's in John chapter 5. After this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went to Jerusalem. Now there in Jerusalem by the sheep gate of pool, which in Hebrew is called Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralysed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time to the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well by whatever disease that he had. Now a certain man who was there had an infirmity for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been in that condition a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? And the sick man answered him and said, Sir, I have no man to put me in the pool. When the water is stirred up, When the water is stirred up, but while I'm coming, another steps down before me. And Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. That last line again, immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. I wonder where this pool is. Maybe I should try going there sometime. But my family will probably never take me you know what though? I have this strange feeling after hearing these testimonies. It's kind of like this anticipation is building on the inside of me that maybe my life is going to be different. That maybe there's this predetermined time and it's actually going to change even for me. Maybe this isn't all that is planned that maybe I'm going to have a significant meeting with some people. I wonder when. Until then, I'm going to wait and shake my tin. So it's about three o'clock in the afternoon, or the ninth hour as Luke authored in the book of Acts. And these two guys, they've started walking towards me. But they look different. There is this air about them, this peace, this calmness. Maybe you can see it. I've only seen this in very few people though and it's always been the ones that say that they knew Jesus. You know, a lot of people tell me that they know Jesus or knew Jesus and you start to be able to tell the difference between the ones that know him and the ones that really know him. Do you know what I mean? They look different. They talk differently. They walk with this confidence They walk with this knowledge about the future that it's all going to be okay. Anyway, back to these two guys. I'm pretty sure their names are Peter and John. It's looking good though because they haven't averted their eyes. I reckon some money is coming my way. Today is a good day. Acts chapter 3 says, Then Peter said to me, Silver and gold I do not have. Maybe not such a good day. But what I do have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. So he took me by the hand, he lifted me up, and immediately my feet and ankle bones received strength. What the heck? Let's just recap. Because a lot just happened just then. Peter and John, they're walking past. They're like disciples of Jesus. No arms this time though. Didn't get any money. Silver and gold, they didn't have. But he reached out and held my hand. You know, I haven't had a human touch like that for as long as I can remember. Then I stand up on my own two feet. That is a miracle. This is is a miracle, but what's more is I am so thankful, I'm so thankful that these guys didn't keep the Holy Spirit all to themselves, you see remember the guy Jesus that I spoke about before, he fulfilled all the prophecies that people gave about him, even the one about him dying and rising again three days later, it was crazy, you should have heard the rumour mill through gate beautiful, There was also this other rumour that he was just going to ascend to heaven. Do you know what? That happened as well. But before he left, he told them, the disciples, including Peter and John, that the Holy Spirit would be their helper. In John chapter 15, it said, These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, by the Helper, of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all the things that I've said to you. Peace I leave you, my peace I give to you. This is the Holy Spirit that they were talking about. You know what? When he touched me, I felt it. I felt this spirit enter my body. I felt different on the inside as well as what's on the outside. It's almost like today was my date with the Creator. Acts chapter 3 goes on to say that I leapt up and I stood and as people walked to the temple they were praising God and all the other people that were there were in wonder and amazement at what had happened. Because you see, it's that same spirit. The same spirit that I talked about before that raised Jesus from the dead That's the Holy Spirit that was in Peter and John. That's the Holy Spirit that came into my body to bring me this healing. But what's amazing is that same Spirit, that same Spirit that moved the stone away from the tomb so that Jesus could rise again, He's actually available for all of us. He's available for each and every one of us to bring us that peace, to bring us that confidence, to bring us that air that we get to walk in, that everything is going to be okay. And so we're going to head to the temple now and I'm going to keep worshipping God and thanking him. But while that happens, I've asked some friends of mine to actually stay and they're going to worship with you. Kylie and Lizzie are going to lead you in a song called Meet Me at the Gate that actually was written by Pastor Kylie about 15 years ago. I'm so glad that I got to share my story with you today but this isn't the end of the service I'm going to be back really soon but this has been an amazing day for me I think I know what my highlight is going to be. Let's welcome Kylie and Liz.
0: at the gate beautiful though others have left you stand and wait for you this is the moment I've been waiting for deep in my heart It's you I adore, this is a date A date with your creator Infinite thoughts my heart has held for you Interwoven through Seasons and times As you wander Searching for truth and Answers your heart Longs for simply A true-hearted Friend to confide in So open Your heart to this Creator Take the So meet me at the gate, beautiful. The others have left you. I stand and wait for you.
1: Amazing. How good doesn't it just build faith reading those testimonies, reading those stories, and even though they were written such a long time ago, they can bring faith to our current situations, our situations around lack, our situations around broken relationships, maybe those situations around your life where this healing just seems to never quite come when you expect it. Well, the Holy Spirit that's in that story of the layman is the same Holy Spirit that I believe is alive today. That same Jesus is alive in all of us. And it just takes an invitation from you for him to come into your life and go, let's walk together. Let's worship together. Let's walk in his confidence together. Because like I said before, it's that same spirit the exact same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is available to each and every one of you to bring life to your mortal bodies, to bring life to your soul. It would be amiss of me to end today's service without giving you an opportunity to meet Jesus and to invite that Holy Spirit into your life. And so if that's you this morning, then... If I could just have every head bowed and every eye closed, we're going to give you some privacy. And maybe you're going, well, that's great for that guy and for you, Hayden, but what does this mean for me? Well, I can't say that it's a magic wand that's going to immediately change your situation. But that peace that I talked about, that's available to you right now. That comfort that I talked about, that's available to you right now. And I believe that we all get the opportunity to walk in that. And so if you'd like me to pray with you, then I'd love to lead you in a prayer. I just need you to lift your hand. I'm not going to sell you anything. It's not a trick question. I'm not going to embarrass you. I just want to help you. And so if there's anyone like that here this morning, then just lift your hand so I know who I'm praying with. Or maybe you're in another. I see those hands back there. That's amazing. Maybe you're in another story where, a part of the story where you've sat in a service like this before and the preacher or the guy at the front has asked a very similar question and you put your hand up and life was great and, but then life just kind of got in the way and you started doing it on your own. But you realise that it's always better with Jesus. And so if you'd like to recommit your life, I'd love to pray with you as well and lead you in a similar prayer to my friends that are going to be praying this for the first time as well. But church, why don't we encourage everyone and why don't we pray this prayer together. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe you are the Son of God. I invite you into my life. I thank you for your healing and your blessing. I thank you that you'll walk with me every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you for those people. I thank you that as they start this journey or recommence this journey with you, God, that you will come alive in them. That as they read their Bibles and pray, Father God, that scripture will just leap off the page and come to life. Father, continue to bless them. May your guardian angels be around about them. In Jesus' name, amen. Why don't we celebrate those people this morning? So great. One thing you can do is uh, we have a yes, a yes text available here and uh, the number is 0488-826-392 and if you just text yes from your smartphone or from your phone to that number, every morning at about 7am for the next 30 days you'll receive a scripture and a prayer. And it kind of is a way to start that devotion life with Jesus. After those 30 days are finished, you can continue going with mini-series along the way. If you're not within Australia, you can send a message to yes. or You can jump on our website, yes.metrochurch.org.au and fill out your details and that information will come to you via email every day as well. There's also different ways that you can be connected in the life of this church as well. Friends that you can make and come alongside you and we'd just love like you to come to the Connect Hub after the service on Level 3 and be a part of that as well. Find out about Connect Groups. Find out about other services that are here as well that are available, that are available for you. Amen. How exciting for everyone. Hey, I just want to say a massive thank you to the whole team. Uh, Mitch and Leo When I had this crazy idea. (laughs) This is what I want to do. They all were like, yes, let's do it. Let's push the envelope a little bit. So uh, let's give our tech team and our production team a massive thanks. And how great that a song that was written 15 years ago just worked perfectly <laughs> in my message today so well um hey um uh, this is an opportunity for you to keep worshipping uh, i want you to stand as the family of god that we are as the church and uh, continue worshipping Thank God for the miracles that He's already done in your life. Thank God for the provision that's already in your life, that your life that was once a grave is now a garden because the Holy Spirit uh, that walks in you, that works through you. What I love most about that story of Peter and John was that while they had the Holy Spirit, they didn't keep it for themselves. People know that there's something different. People see... The confidence they see it in our eyes. Continue loving people, continue pointing people to Jesus no matter what part of their story that they're at, not in a kooky, weird Christianese way, just in a real, authentic, genuine way. I believe that as we keep loving Jesus and loving other people, they will start to see miracles like that where lie, lame people will walk again, where deaf people will hear, where blind people will see.